6: Alright guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay and I'm here with my daughter and co-host.
0: I'm Sophie Flay. And
6: on Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together.
0: While you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food.
6: If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. This is the food truck episode of Always Hungry.
0: What do we have in front of us?
6: Okay, so uh, we're talking about food trucks today, which, you know, I, I, I think that food trucks have had an amazing sort of evolution over the last, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years, maybe. Yeah. You know, when it wasn't too long ago, about 15, 20 years ago, that food trucks were really, they weren't, they didn't have the best reputation, let's put it that way. And they were just sort of a mishmash of different things. And then, and then slowly but surely, like def, different, sort of, you know, ethnic cuisine started using them as, you know, you know, basically restaurants on wheels. And, uh, you know, you started seeing a lot of, I would say, I would say the majority of them were Latin cuisines. There was a lot of Mexican, you know, taco trucks and things like that. And then of course, like anything, once something catches on, you know, it gets played out in this much bigger story. And so basically pick a cuisine or, or a famous dish and there was a food truck attached to it, which is really totally fun. I mean, I think that that's, you know, having a food truck has, has been, you know, having food trucks as a, as a possibility has been a really great way for people to, you know, not break the bank trying to sign a lease for a bricks and mortars restaurant, yeah. you know, raise a bunch of money to, you know, come up with restaurant design and furniture and all the things that kind of come along with it. And so, for I would say a nominal amount of money, you could actually start your own food business, if you if you felt like you had something really good. I've done over the years. I've done uh, you know a lot of different TV th- you know with with food trucks. I think the first one I did a food truck um, story was was a Belgian waffle place called called Waffles and Dingies. Yeah, and, and delicious Belgian waffles. I mean, they're still, they're still in existence. They have a bunch of trucks now. Hmm, where? It's in New York City. And they ask, if, you go, if you find them, they're Belgian wa- waffles, so they're very crisp. They're really fantastic, and they're classic Belgian waffles. It's not like the waffle that you get for breakfast.
0: Oh, wait, did you do this with, for Throwdown?
6: Yes, 2010.
0: Interesting. And uh, yeah, D- Did you win?
6: No, I did not win, um, and they beat me, and they still have their, their throwdown waffle on the menu.
0: Oh, they do? It's what is it? It's called the throwdown. So instead of cooking today, we have, um, we have a little takeout from, yeah. a, from a classic food truck, from a famous food truck here in L.A.
6: Well, here, well here's the thing. Like, um, what I was saying before was that I think that a lot of food trucks start, you, you, saw, a lot of, you saw a lot of taco trucks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were, they were not in, they, they were not really in the mainstream. They were just sort of, you, you'd find taco trucks at like, at, at like uh, construction sites and, you know, work sites and things like that where, where people needed to eat like lunch and the trucks would show up and, and then, you know, the, the workers would come over and they, they'd buy some tacos or quesadillas or whatever, the, whatever was on the, on the truck at the time. And then, you know, the, the trend caught on and then people started using trucks to to serve basically every single dish you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I would say that I would say that the breakout truck was the Koji truck by Roy Choi. And you know, they're basically tacos. Uh, the the most famous ones are these short rib tacos that are it's sort of a combination of Mexican and Co- Korean cuisines, all in a you uh, know in, in a corn tortilla, and so you know he's got these you know what they consider world famous double caramelized short rib tacos mm. with salsa roja, and the and the salsa salsa roja has you know uh, Mexican red chilies and it has Korean chilies in it. You know, so he really combines it in a very big way. So we have, we got some short rib tacos here, which is, is what made the Koji truck, the Koji truck.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And then we also got some spicy pork tacos, some, uh, a, a vegetarian one, which is kimchi quesadilla. Nice. So kimchi is, you know, it's the, it's the cabbage that's been marinated and, you know, lots of vinegar and Korean spices, etc. for a long period of time. Very, very strong flavor, but delicious. And then they have something called the blackjack pork quesadilla, um, Roy Choi and Koji—they, you know—they set the world on fire for you know new style food trucks. So were there a lot of food trucks around your college?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. Wait, excuse me. <laughs> She's eating. Yeah, um, actually, one of the first food trucks—one of the first times I saw a food truck doing something really different was on. Uh, like I think it was like every Wednesday or something. They would have a bunch of food trucks on campus, and one of them was the Sushi Rito truck. What's that? Sushi burritos. Oh my goodness! It was <laughs> crazy, but really cool and like very creative. Mhm. Mm.
6: What is it? I got oh, a sushi burrito. This, this salsa roja is really good. Mhm. Mm. So we're not cooking today. Mm. We're just eating because it's food truck, so you have to take it out.
0: I mean, mm-hmm.
6: I was actually considering making a version of Roy's, you know, tacos with short ribs et cetera, with Korean flavors and this. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm just going right to the source. <laughs> I mean, that's why food trucks are here, so we can we can order from them.
0: Did you ever think about opening a food truck or starting a food truck?
6: Not really. I mean, because when that whole phase was, you know, really, when, when that whole thing really took off, I was really, you know, I had so many restaurants that I was just trying to keep, you know, <laughs> going. Yeah. like having a food truck was not definitely in the cards. I, I didn't need one more thing to, to kind of try to run, so... But um, I like food trucks. I think that they're really cool. And you find, in to- you, you find tons and tons of creativity. I'm, I'm just looking at, there's a list uh, from Time Out, the best food trucks in L.A. So, you know, Mariscos Jalisco. So those are, you know, shrimp tacos. Yes. You know? And, uh, you know, they look so good. Um, <laughs> and they, they say this is one of the longstanding heroes of old-school taco trucks. So these guys are, like, part of the original... Set of taco trucks before you know everybody decided that they had to have you know a Greek food truck and you know a food truck with you know Korean food, et cetera, you know but, uh, and then of course, Koji is number two on the list, um, and they call that the granddaddy of the modern food truck Bonanza since 2008, so and, and, and I totally agree with that. I mean to me, just like not paying that close attention, you heard over and over Roy Choi. Koji Empire, like
0: that's what you kept hearing about, and he really set the, you know, he set the place on fire. Um, one of my favorite, like one of my favorite places to get tacos is from a taco truck, Leo's Taco Truck. They have a few, but I I go to the one in Echo Park, and they're really known for like their al pastor tacos. It's so good, and it's I'm pretty sure it's still cash only.
6: Yeah, I mean, what about like different kinds of now? There's there's a place there's a truck called the Yeasty Boys, obviously off the Beastie Boys. But they serve bagels and lox and schmear, oh. and it says other stuff. <laughs> oh, it's
0: no, it's so good. I, I I know the owner, Evan, Evan Fox. He because he has a, one of their trucks is is comes to so, stops in Silver Lake, and so I, I could walk there like every morning when I when I still lived there, or every morning that they were there when they still lived there. How are the bagels? Uh, when I still lived there, rather, the bagels are good. I mean, Evan's originally from from Arizona, but he spent a bunch of time in New York, and when he moved out here, was like. We don't have a lot of good bagels out here, and he so he started Yeasty Boys.
6: Yeah, and if you notice, like it's it, it, like in some cases, it's really spawned like crazy businesses. I mean,
0: you, you, the the line that you have to wait in for Yeasty Boys, even if it's like eight AM, is like nuts. I mean, people people show up.
6: Well, well, well one of the things about it is, um, you know, f- well, first of all, like it, the some of the individual truck trucks have, you know, transcended. You know the trend where yeah. they, where they where they, where they're just so busy you can't get near them. I remember, I don't think they do it anymore, but it used to be in Los Angeles in Venice on uh, Abbott Kinney, which is probably the most well-known street on, in in Venice. Lots of restaurants, uh, cool clothing shops, etc. And there was one night a week they used to have food truck night, and they lined the food trucks up and down the street. I think they stopped doing it and they moved the food trucks. But you would go there. I think it was like a Tuesday night or a yeah. Friday night. I can't yeah. even remember. And you'd find all these different places and to eat. It was like it was like literally like grazing along the food truck line, which is totally fun. You know Van Leeuwen ice cream.
1: Oh,
0: I love Van Leeuwen.
6: Yeah. So Van Leeuwen ice cream. I mean, they were one of the first uh, ice cream companies to really make uh, some inroads in the vegan ice cream world. Not all their ice creams are vegan, but a few of them are. And they started, you know, they have tons of, you know, bricks and mortar stores now, but they started as a food truck. I remember, I remember the first time I saw it, they were, they were right in front of Mesa Grill on 15th and 5th in New York. I was like, what is this ice cream shop, you know? <laughs> Do you know this place, CVT? No, I don't. I'm, I'm guessing it means chocolate vanilla twist. <laughs>
0: oh, I like because that. Because they
6: serve three flavors, basically. And they, uh, yeah, it's like it's the old school swirl truck it only offers three flavors chocolate vanilla and a combo of both I love it and I love this I love this this, um, this line in, the, in, this, in this paragraph this is from Time Out uh, if you ask for free soft serve in exchange for a post of your Instagram account so like if you're an influencer you'll have to reckon with the owner his name is Joe Nietzsche um, he, he's got no time for influ- influencers trying to bargain for food. In fact, he went viral for charging influencers double if they even <laughs> tried. That's so funny. I mean, I guess a lot of you know people like food influencers. They expect you know free samples of yeah. things because they you know they can give you they can blow you up on their... On your feed, but um, this guy's not having it. But I, but I have to say, like the uh, the ice cream looks good. I'm a soft serve like junkie. Yes,
0: you you really are. So good,
6: but it has to have like it has to have good flavor. It has has to have that sort of dense texture that you can almost chew, and no frosty crystals in my soft (laughs) serve, please, or any of my ice cream. I can't do it.
8: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
4: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: So let's talk about some food trucks in New York City. Uh, we keep talking about Los Angeles. Uh, I'm just gonna talk up. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go down this. I, I have this um, this page of, of of food trucks. So okay, so Barrera, Landia, which is your Mexican tacos. This is a place in Jackson Heights in Queens. So you know Barrera has become just has like blown up as a, as a concept. It's basically like the French dip of tacos. Mm-hmm. You know where you have like that broth yeah. that you've that you've stewed the 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 meat in. And then you make a taco out of it. Sometimes they put like cheese and melted cheese on the tortilla itself to make it nice and crispy. And then you, you put the stewed meat inside of it and then you fold it up and then you dip it into the, the broth and take a bite. It's, 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 it's so good. It's kind of it's sort of taken off in a big way. There's something called Mystic, Mystic Marsala, which is an Indian uh, food truck. There's an Ethiopian one called Makina Cafe. How about the Halal guys? Those guys, okay, the halal, the halal guys, I mean, these guys are iconic. It's Middle Eastern. They started in Midtown, around the corner from Bar American, my restaurant in oh, Midtown. Oh, really? Yeah, on like 50, I want to say they were on like on 53rd or 54th Street off 6th Avenue, Line down the block for delicious Middle Eastern right. food. And they also have now expanded their business to bricks and mortar. And I think they actually did a deal with like a venture company where, you know, Mm. they started opening, you know, tons and tons of stores, the halal guys. Wow. Yeah. Really. I
0: mean, but who doesn't want to eat that food, you know? It's like, No, I know.
6: I mean, there's a lot of competition for it now, but those guys guys were definitely one of the first. There's something called New York Doses, which are, um, you know, Indian, you know, vegan, I guess there's Indian and Pakistani versions in the West Village. I want to try that. Um, How about Jerk Pan? okay they're not talking about me, they're talking about you know jerk <laughs> cuisine. So obviously Caribbean uh, cuisine, jerk chicken and, and and whatnot. I love those flavors so much. I love I love this one. King Souvlaki of Astoria. So obviously it's Greek. I think Greek really works nicely for a food truck, you know?
0: Really? Yeah, I
6: think so, because you like you can have like skewers of you know mm. shish kebabs, true. you know, yeah. like of, of lamb and beef and chicken. Vegetables, even like shrimp, you can do Greek salads. I mean, the the, the key to food trucks is like keeping the menu small, and right. and executing, you know, just a handful of things really, really well. But they have to be very quick cooked things, you know. Um, you and I stopped by a food truck the other day. I, I think your friend owns it. It's a smash burger truck.
0: Yeah, heavy handed. Heavy handed. Short rib beef smash burgers. Yes, the mouthful. <laughs>
6: Yeah, so so they, these guys are really smart. They're making smash burgers, but they're using short ribs. Mm-hmm. Do you know why they're using short ribs? I don't. Well, short ribs have a lot of fat in it mm. and tons of flavor. So when you smash a burger down, there's a good, up, there's, there's a good chance you're going to squeeze out a lot of the juiciness. But I think they're smart because they're using short ribs, so they're, they're ensuring that even though they're smashing it and getting that crust on the outside, that they're keeping a good amount of juiciness in the in the in the patty itself and then they put obviously melted cheese on it they have a potato bun they have great french fries those guys do it right
0: there's an, another food truck out here in la called happy ice it, there's a you know brick and mortar location now too but it's shaved ice it's like this super colorful colorful shaved ice and the guy who started it is originally from philadelphia and in philadelphia they call it Philadelphia water, um, but he couldn't, when he moved out to LA, he couldn't find anything like it. And so he started his own company. It's Philadelphia called- water? Yeah. What does that mean? It's what they call shaved ice there.
6: A oh, water ice? Yeah. Okay, yes. It's actually, I believe, I don't want to get into a fight over this, okay? But I really believe it's a South Jersey thing.
0: Really? Yeah, I
6: do. Now, People from Philadelphia and South Jersey are tough, so don't, don't, don't beat me up over this, okay? <laughs> but, 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 but that's really, I think, you know, water ice is something that you would hear a lot in South Jersey. And, and listen, Philadelphia and South Jersey are, are literally connected, but so that, that makes perfect sense. I never heard, I've never heard the term Philadelphia water.
0: Look at how pretty oh this God, shaved ice is. Yeah, you're, you're, sh-
6: you're showing me the Instagram. What's, what's the Instagram?
0: It's delicious. It's happy
6: ice. Happy ice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in L.A., the Border Grill Truck, those are my ladies, Mary Sue and Susan... Mary Sue Milliken and Susan Feniger. We love them so much. Lots of Mexican and Latin cuisine on their truck. Of course, in L.A., there's the green truck, vegetarian farm to truck.
0: (laughs) I went to a great plant-based food truck called Man Eating Plant, and it's this couple who, they have Japanese and Taiwanese roots, and so they're kind of combining those flavors from their culture and doing this plant-based, well, it's not a truck, it's, it's a school bus. They, they, like, gutted a school bus and, and turned it into, like, a food bus. Really? Yeah.
6: I kind of love that idea. I
0: know, right?
8: Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: I used to have so many men...
8: About
2: six million.
9: Approximately eleven million dollars.
2: Nearly ten million dollars was all gone.
9: Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients.
3: Hide your money in your
9: old rich man (laughs) because she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con Season Five: The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
4: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Come on. So food trucks, I think, have spawned something else, which are, I think that, you know, food trucks were the first pop-up restaurants. Mm-hmm. And now we have pop-up restaurants, okay? Yeah. So what what does that mean? So the food truck obviously was on a truck. But now, if you go to places like Smorgasburg in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and then they have Smorg LA, which is LA's version, you and I were just there. Yep. And again, low investment could be high reward. And I love this for people just starting out especially or people who are changing their careers or people who are... Not just recipe testing, but like, you know, saying, hey, look, I'm a really good cook. This is what I cook. I'm going to rent out a stand, and I'm going to show you that I got this. And, you, and people become discovered, literally discovered by doing this. And what I mean by that is, you know, somebody rolls by, and they have something delicious. We were, you and I were at the L.A. Uh, smorg the other day. What was some of the amazing, oh, we went, how about that plant-based Cuban place? Oh,
0: my God, that was so good.
6: Okay, I'm just going to say this. I was a little... Skeptical. Unsure, yes. <laughs> because I love Cuban food. Now, I, I will say this. I've never been to Cuba. I have spent a lot of time in Little Havana in Miami, and there's some spectacular Cuban, authentic Cuban food there. It's not plant-based.
0: <laughs> right.
6: I mean, it is, it is, there is a lot of pork. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I love that. I, I mean, I just love, <laughs> I love that cuisine. You know, a Cuban sandwich has two kinds of pork. It has ham, and it has roasted pork on it. So we walk up to this plant-based Cuban place. Called we,
0: Senorita.
6: Senoritas. And uh, first of all, the woman who, who owns it, she got the recipes from her dad. Mm-hmm. And, her, and she admitted that her dad was like not into it either. <laughs> he was like, what, wait, what? Right. You, jackfruit, like what's that? <laughs> you know, And I, like in some ways, I, you know, I was the same way. And, and she made us the most delicious Cuban sandwich. Okay, why was it delicious? Well, first of all, she used jackfruit and yep. she, flavored, she flavored it with things like like a mojo, which is a mojo is a classic Cuban. It's like it's like a sauce, but it's very light. It's citrus, it's garlic. You know, it's it's more like a it, like it brings it brings flavor and moisture to to whatever it's you're putting on. It could be fish, meat, vegetables, whatever. Yeah, um, and then. What she did was she had, you know, she had vegan cheese on there because there's, because there's usually Swiss cheese on a, on a classic Cuban. Mm-hmm. And then she pressed it because the a Cuban sandwich, one of the, one of the telltale signs of a great Cuban is that it's pressed perfectly on both sides. This was delicious. It was crispy. The jackfruit, I did not, like if you said to me, it's pork, I would have believed it. And you know, the, the, the mayonnaise and the mustard were obviously delicious and the it was, a, it was a really great sandwich, and I was like, I'm eating, a real, I'm, eat, I'm eating one of the best Cubans I've ever had, and it was not, a, it was not an ounce of pork in
0: it. <laughs> yeah, and you can find her, obviously, at S'more LA, Silver Lake, and Yucca Valley.
6: The thing about pop-ups is that <clears throat> the rent is for the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
6: The commitment is for the day. You know, what you buy, you sell. If you have, if you have some popularity, you can make a nice living mm-hmm. doing it. And you can sleep while well knowing that your commitment is like not so drastic. Right. And so that's what's really nice about it. We were talking to a woman who was cooking uh, Caribbean food. It was called Bridgetown. Bridgetown?
0: You went to a, you went to a pop-up called Bridgetown?
6: Let, let me look it up. Oh, Bridgetown Roti. This is it. Describe it. It's an LA Ca- Caribbean po- pop-up, all right? Yes. Pop-up of the year, okay, by Esquire. Wow okay? Rashida Holmes, okay? Now, Rashida, I I started speaking to Rashida because I was so impressed with her cuisine. She had these little salt cod um, cakes that were just fantastic. Every Sunday, she's at Smorgasburg, Los Angeles, and it's called Bridgetown Roti, So, you know, like roti is like, it's like a wrap almost, you know, with different kinds of ingredients kind of running through it. But she's got, you know, this Caribbean flavor that I just absolutely love using scotch bonnet chilies and things like that. So it's got spice, it's got heat, it's got sweet, it's got fruitiness, it's got tons and tons of flavor. Also, I loved her and her crew. They were great. Just so enthusiastic. And she's worked in a lot of good restaurants. She worked at Botanica, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, one of our favorite restaurants. And she was the sous chef there. So she's kind of she's worked around good restaurants in L.A. And she was like, I'm going on my own, but I'm going to do it so, pop-up style. So awesome. And all of a sudden, you know, she's getting awards, uh, pop-up of the year from Esquire magazine. You so know? cool. The Bridgetown Roti and then best, Rest- best new restaurant, 2021 Eater. Now, interestingly enough, 2021 was an inter- interesting year for restaurants in general right. because of the pandemic but she's, she's a pop-up and she got restaurant of the year, best new restaurant of the best new restaurant of the year from Eater. So cool. So and by the way, she deserves it. Killing it. Loving it. Love these stories. Everybody out there who who's got a good food idea and you think you can make it happen. Food trucks, pop-ups will be there. Sophie and I will be standing online. <laughs> we will find you. We will have our <laughs> our forks in hand. And lots of napkins. You and I are sloppy eaters sometimes, man. It's,
0: You're sloppier than I am.
6: It's because I'm enthusiastic.
0: Sometimes. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
6: um, so yeah, L.A., New York, the rest of there's a, there's a, the rest of the country out there. I mean, I'm sure in some of these other you know big cities, you know Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, there's food trucks everywhere. I just don't know enough about them. But maybe we can do, actually, you know, maybe that's a good idea. A food truck tour. food truck tour with Sophie Flay and her dad. And Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. But first, I'm going to eat this koji short rib taco. And then I'm going to be on the hunt for the CVT soft serve (laughs) ice cream truck. Let's go. See you there.
0: Always Hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay.
6: Our executive producer is Christopher Haciotis.
0: Always Hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Haas-Dressler.
6: Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
3: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a Who-Done It for the Ages. Listen to the Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a
2: little optimism into your life with the Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robet, and me, Simone Voice.
5: Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to next question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
0: podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential.